Well, you have three collabs to go off of. Yeah, hopefully one of them is fine. Okay. Uh, ready for the Gym Trash Podcast? Yeah, as ready as I'll ever be. Okay. So, we're just going to start. Um, so Great intro. 10 out of 10. You can <laughs> mute me? Yeah, it is a no. great intro. I don't know how to intro. Um, so, do you remember where we left off? Yes, he was sad boy hours jumping into lake. Although he more tripped into the lake, didn't he? No, that did not happen. <laughs> oh, spoilers. <laughs> so, if we remember correctly, we left off with Rena just kind of showing up after Mr. Depresso Boy was like, what if I, what if I just kind of drown in the lake? Will they miss me? You remember that? Yes, which for those of you who don't remember... Rena is the girl that he met on vacation in, well, well part of Tokyo. It's not Tokyo, Kyoto. but Kyoto. probably Kyoto. Yeah. yeah. And Rena is actually one of the twins, but you as the reader do know, don't know? You do know. Also, they're quadruple quintuplets. They're quintuplets. I don't know why I keep saying twins. Uh, <laughs> they are quintuplets. So, yeah, the reader knows that... It's one of the quintuplets because we've seen like a photo of the quintuplets as children before, and it's the same photo, same person. Um, but we don't know that the person's name is Rena yet. It's just a placeholder name that's going to be given later, but we're going to use it so that we don't keep saying the girl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's just start off. So we left off meeting a girl named Rena. Um, who Futuro does not recognize or remember at all, which, boyo, what's up with that? I thought them? he did recognize her. He, he didn't because she, she like covered her face because she doesn't, she didn't want to be like fully recognized as one of the, with that, yeah, with like a big with, hat, the big ass hat. Yeah. She didn't want to be recognized as one of the quintuplets, but like she was wearing the exact same thing. Or exact same outfit she wore, like, that day. When they first met. Yeah. Which, she's talking, right? And she's not really changing her voice at all. At least in the anime. So, is kind of dense, you know? But also, like, if he can't even rec- or, like, this differentiate which quintuplet is who by the face, how is having a completely different hair gonna be like, ah, must be one of the quintuplets. You're right. But um, she didn't want to show his face, but instead she shows him one of the charms that they got at, like, the stand together. Or they got the girl, the little girl back, way back when, and Futuro got at the, the trip together. And he immediately recognizes her, like, pulls out the picture from his handbook and sees that it is, of course, her. And what does he do next? Boyo mad dashes. Boyo leaves. Boyo runs. <laughs> As... Gotta go fast. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. As You're one welcome. does. Um, so he's running away, and she's chasing him, which... I don't know. Isn't she, like, way shorter than Futuro? Isn't Futuro, like, super tall? So Boyo's running super slow. <laughs> well, he is not very athletic. He is not. He doesn't go to the gym. He is the nerd. All of his bad boy energy disappeared a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. You, 
you can only be a bad boy if you have blonde hair. So once he got rid of the the bleaching, he lost all street cred. Yeah, he right. He re- he lost every athletic ability he had. Um so she runs after him and like yoinks his handbook from him. Um uh to like keep him from running away and to keep him from running away even more, they decide that they're going to go on a boat into the little po- lake that was next to them, which do they just have those where you could kind of just take a boat that's kind of sitting there and row in a lake? Is that a thing? I am I mean, maybe it's, like, you know how some places they have, like, um, not necessarily a boat tour, but, like, those paddle boats that you can, like, rent and yeah. ride? Maybe it was, like, just left out. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I'd just say plot convenience. Yeah. They're, it looked like that, but they were, maybe they just kind of didn't show all of the the borrowing and renting and formalities because that's boring um but yeah now they're on the water right they're rowing their little boat throughout the little lake because why not um and he asks what her name is and as we know because we said it at the beginning she says it's rena which we didn't or we're not supposed to know at that point um and rena asks how he's doing and like how his job is going because she knows about like his his job as a tutor so she asks about that which he doesn't question why she knows this at all yeah i feel like that that's something you have to question like how do you know i'm a tutor i haven't seen you in five years it's been five years sure um so he he says it's going well and he describes every student and this is funny um especially in the the anime when you can like hear his voice and everything it's funnier if you can hear it rather than read it but he describes each student he says like ichika is chasing her dreams and it's persistent but she's still stupid um nina was always snappy but not anymore but she's still an idiot um the third one is pessimistic but becoming spirited but still an idiot and so on and so on fourth is cooperative and helpful and fifth is a hard worker but after all he's or after all of them, every single one of them, he's like, but they're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny. I It doesn't come over, like, me saying it. You just have to watch the anime just because, like, if you remember how Futuro's voice is, it's just funny to hear. Yeah. Especially it's... when he says, like, idiot and stuff. I wouldn't say it's very monotone, but it's kind of... <laughs> it's comedic yeah it's very like comedic like emotionless emotionless type of thing um it's flat but full of emotion (laughs) (laughs) yes um so rena is super flustered because you know it's definitely one of the sisters who's like happy to hear that he's praising them even though he's also calling them an idiot at the same time you know because it's him he of course Mm -hmm. is gonna take back all of his praise by calling them idiots. Can't be good guy, Futuro. Yeah, he can't. Um, but after that, Rena says something that Itsuki would say, which I did a boo-boo and didn't write down the quote, so give me a sec. <laughs> tu eras un stupido. Mi bibu. Mi boo-boo. Is what I mean. Um... Okay, so, so, the rough quote was, 
you're doing your best to face them seriously, I'm sure at some point you're someone who's going to be needed. Not verbatim, but that's like kind of what Itsuki said. Um, so yeah, Rena, Rena says that, and Futuro's like, Itsuki said that to me before, but because he's still stupid, doesn't make the connection at all. Because he's stupid. But I feel like then you'd have to give him props for remembering something that's specific. True. But also, like, maybe he's like, that sounds familiar. And then remembered Itsuki, but didn't, like, connect the two at all. Um, but right after that, Rena says that she's holding him back and should just disappear. Which, can you imagine, like, the person that you've been, like, hoping to see for five years comes to see you for, like, ten minutes and is like, I'm leaving now. The Forever. person you've been swooning over is like, nah, bitch, forget about me. Yeah, that little girl from your childhood who you still keep the little girl photo of in your handbook every single day. Which isn't creepy. Which isn't creepy at all. Finally sees you and is like, ha, suck it. I'm disappearing from your life. <laughs> I'm holding you back. <laughs> when, how would she know? She's only been there for five seconds. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> but just, as... go ahead and, just go ahead and cut that. <laughs> but as they're they're rowing around in their lake, right? Right when he hears that, because plot convenience, a fountain right next to them starts spraying. And they're like being sprayed with water and he is speed racing out of there on his little rowboat. <laughs> Back to the... He's been athletic. Yeah, he, he was turned into an athletic boyo. Um, which reminds him of, like, his childhood. Not reminds him, but, like, there's a, a photo, a frame right after in the, the manga that shows, like, a parallelism to the their childhood where they're, like, running around. It's kind of like the, the enjoyment. Even though we don't know who Rena is, so Rena might be the same girl, or we don't know yet. So Rena might be the same girl as the one that he met in Kyoto a long time ago, but we don't know. They don't Spoiler have alert! It's not. It's not. So why? Who? Who's imagining the childhood thing? You know, who's imagining that next frame? Because Futuro's like furiously trying to get out of there, and Rena, who is not the person that was at Kyoto with them, would not know this. <laughs> Sorry, I just, like, was confused about what this frame was about. <laughs> you know how they say that twins have, like, a psychic connection? Maybe all the quintuplets share the same <laughs> brainwaves, so they just all have the same memories of the childhood. You're right. That's why each of them is good at a different subject. It's because it's actually just one brain. <laughs> You're right. It just split into five pieces. Yeah. So Put them all together, and they're still an idiot, but they're at least good at some <laughs> subjects. <laughs> yes. So they're they're going back to the dock, and they get to the dock, and he, Rena gives back his handbook to Futuro, but takes out the the picture of them as children that he's been like swooning over ever since, um, and it's because she can't see him anymore. That's her reasoning. Which spoiler, fat lie, she sees him all the time, <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't know. He doesn't, um, but instead, uh, like, as a trade, she gives him the charm from their childhood and tells him to open it once he's satisfied with himself, 
because at like at this time he's what i'm so mad about that because then he spoiler okay wait 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 wait, 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 wait. it's coming (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah he okay so like he he gets the charm from her um and he is told to like open it once he's satisfied with his teaching because before this if we remember correctly like he was depressed right he was kind of sad thinking that he wasn't needed anymore because he caused that whole fight between the sisters um and boyle's confused as one should right if someone came into your life after five years and was like Ha, I'm going to disappear, but I'm going to take your prized photo away from you. But here's a charm. <laughs> also, it wasn't he'd open it whenever he's satisfied with his teaching. It was open it whenever he comes to terms with himself. That's what I said. Like, no, you said teaching. No, I didn't. Yes, did you I? did. Roll it back. <laughs> Whoopsie. My bad. Himself. Satisfied with himself. Okay. but But yeah, as one is like, you're going to be confused when that happens. So he's like confused trying to get out of the boat trying to like reach her but you know when you try to get a rowboat not that easy especially Especially if you try to do it quickly that's just spelling for disaster yeah so he's trying to get out but he like slips up and falls into the lake and rena being rena i guess is like goodbye and just watches him like trying to get out of the water and walks away <laughs> which why uh, yeah i guess because that's what you do when you see someone like struggling drown. to get out of the water and drown there you're like hopefully you can swim walks away she doesn't know he can swim none of the queen yeah. probably know he can swim <laughs> so this is a tangent you can probably cut it because it's just it's just gonna be between you and me. <laughs> but a while ago, like a couple years back, my sister was a lifeguard at Schlitterbahn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so her and my mom went out to eat one day. I think they went to Panda Express, but one of the pepper flakes got caught in my mom's throat, so she started coughing and she was choking. So what my sister does is she just goes, tweet, tweet, I'm a lifeguard, I'm here to assist, and then just laughs at my mom. <laughs> one <laughs> yep thank you i don't know why that made me think of it but like you try to help someone but then you just look at them and leave yeah it's probably something i'd do with you if you're in like in pain from spicy food i look at you laugh and then just like loser <laughs> you can't handle too much spice can you no but i have a high tolerance to sour interesting Okay, but back to this main story, right? Um, so he walks back to, or right after, he's he got out out of the the water successfully because he can swim. Yeah, he can swim. <laughs> so he's walking, and right after he got onto like the actual path, Yotsuba runs into him. Which is Yotsuba Rena? Question mark. Is that foreshadowing? Is that foreshadowing? How come she ran into him right after he got out? Right after Rena left? Hmm? Maybe she's going to hmm. check on him to make sure he actually didn't drown. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, but right when he was about to like turn around and ask her about anything, 
she she runs off because she was with the track team. So maybe Yotsubo wasn't Rena, or maybe she was and was using the track team. We shall never know until like to the volume later. We will know. Um, but Boyo's kind of kind of sad and pressed now because he's soaking wet, and the girl from his dreams has disappeared. So he walks back to Nino's apartment, which if we remember from the last one, Nino ran away from home. Remember, right? Yep. Um, she, I remember. Yeah, she went to an apartment, but every time Futuro tried going into the apartment, the guards would stop him and tell him to leave, which he was always persistent about it, but then he always gave up in the end. I remember this. This is mega sad boy hours. Yeah. So Futuro goes to, to Nino's apartment because he's still like worried about like Nino and Ichika's like, are they are they fine now or are they still fighting? But Boyo goes back to Nino's apartment and Nino's like walking out to into the lobby and she sees him being kind of like blocked by the guards. But today was different because today Futuro didn't try to, to argue with the guards. The guards asked him to leave and he kind of just went with them. And Nino's surprised about this. Nino's like, oh, he's not being persistent today. And then she sees that Boyo is, like, soaking wet. And looking very sad and very depressed. Right? Yeah, so... I have to wonder... I mean, I know you said, like, he went there because he was trying to, like, check on Nino. But in the anime, it doesn't, like, really explicitly say that. Or kind of leave room for that to be inferred. So, like, me, did he try to go there to, like, Cons- console? No, it doesn't sound right. Have her console him or him console I don't, console her? Basically, what I'm just trying to say is why was his first thought after like getting his heart torn out by Rena <laughs> and being soaking wet to go see Ninu? Ninu? Oh, I forgot we're calling her Ninu. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure, at least in the, the manga, but maybe the anime, she was talking to, to Yotsuba. Like when, when he ran into Yotsuba. He was talking about if Nino and Ichika, Ichika, Nino and Itsuki were okay, but be, before he can turn around and say that like completely, she was already gone. Or before, like he said it, I think, but he turned around for an answer, but she wasn't even there. Um, maybe. So I think I yeah, I just don't remember. Yeah, uh, I'm not completely sure on that actually, but he's at Nino's now. Nino's now, right? Um. Mm-hmm. So she sees this, kind of throws a towel on him, and invites him in because she's actually nice, I guess. She has a nice side. So, it completely just switches. Not switches, but, like, now Boyo is taking a shower at Nino's apartment, which, it's getting hot. It's getting cute. It's getting steamy. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> so, um, but, because... Boyo's taking a shower at her apartment. She's, like, with him. Not in the shower, right? But, like, in the bathroom with him, where the shower is kind of blocked off by, like, a glass panel. Which The, the frosted glass? No, it's not even frosted. It's completely clear. Oh, which isn't weird, weird at all. She, she has her back against the glass, so she's not looking at him, and he has, like, a towel on, because, like, you know, in animes, it's not like a shower, like a... 
an American style shower and bath. It's like a, a shower head and like soap and the floor has just kind of drains in. I'm pretty sure the plural for anime is just anime. What did I say? Did I say animes? <laughs> you said animes. Whoops, didn't mean to do that. Okay. Fake fan. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're talking about. But usually it, the even in like hotels it's frosted glass. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is frosted glass, but just for like plot convenience and also like to make it easier to draw in the manga and in the anime, it was like completely clear. But they're take he's taking a shower and she's like just talking to him, casually talking about like his hair imagining if he had long hair and like telling him to wash his hair correctly um and this kind of shows that ninu has like a more open side to her but he then asks her he then sorry she then asks him why he came in soaking wet stinking the room up you know and he he was wet for ninu i'm joking he (laughs) He tells her that, like, the whole story about, like, Rena coming into his life after five years and then disappearing right after. And she starts bawling. She starts crying because she said it's so sad, which we didn't, I didn't know that Nina was a sucker for drama. Do you remember this? I don't, but I'll, like, I was so confused when you said she started bawling. And I was like, oh, wait, that's right. She finds it, like, so sad. <laughs> what did you think I said? Or men? No, 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 no. I I understood you when you said she started bawling, but I was like, why'd she start crying for? <laughs> I don't remember this. Yeah, so she's a, actually a sucker for, like, romance dramas, which we learn later on, but we kind of learn that now, which is really funny. So she starts, Because like, she was in love once. Huh? Because <laughs> she was in love once. <laughs> once. But, yeah, she starts bawling, and Fudro is super confused. Um... And asks, like, why she's crying, and she's like, it's, it's so sad, and, like, keeps bawling, you know, like, <laughs> it's really funny. She basically just called him pathetic. Huh? She basically just called him pathetic. She did. But she then tries to cheer him up, saying that there's at least one person in the world that would fall for an insensitive guy like Futuro, which, foreshadowing? Foreshadowing? We know that there's at least three others. <laughs> We know there's at least five people in total. <laughs> five people in the world will fall for an insensitive guy like Futuro. Spoiler alert. Maybe more. If you didn't think this was a like gonna be like this, it is. Um But only zero people would fall for an insensitive guy like Zach. B <laughs> At least Mmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sorry. So while that whole thing happens, so he's now trying to get out of the shower now, right? So he, while he's getting out, Nino's, like, crying in, like, the corner now, still looking away. And he kind of stumbles upon the test sheets that he made for the sisters. If, um, from, like, the last volume, he, like, Nino, the reason Nino is in an apartment was because she ripped up some of the test sheets and, like, study sheets that Futuro made for them, like, hand-wrote for them, because he doesn't have a printer and stuff. Um, so he stumbles upon, like, a bag full of the test sheets that Ninu fixed. So it's, like, she taped them up, and then she actually did them. Which, first question, why is the bag of study material in the bathroom? 
Did she bring it with her into the bathroom? Because she wanted. Was it in the bathroom? It was because he stumped, like he tripped on them right after getting out of the shower. <laughs> I least. mean, you know how some people play Sudoku on the toilet. Sometimes you just gotta <laughs> study while on the toilet. Uh, you right. Like maybe, maybe she brought them in because she like knew that they were gonna have time to talk in the bathroom and was like maybe she could bring it up so that's why she brought the bag in but also could they not do that in the living room like what if she did all that work of like doing the papers and taping them up and then it gets like water damaged (laughs) but back to the main thing um she like ninu felt bad about it and apologized about it um and Futuro is like happy about that and Futuro then tells her that she should apologize to Itsuki now that like she felt bad and knew that ripping up the papers was wrong. Um but she declined because she didn't expect being slapped from Itsuki because she didn't expect Itsuki to try to be the mother figure of like the family, you know? So we kinda switch gears to Itsuki. Itsuki's still at Futuro's house if you remember that from the last one? She kind of right, she just decided to crash. Yeah, she's kind of freeloading now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so he he tells her that like Ninu apologized, which I guess he apologized. She apologized to Futuro, but not to Itsuki. But um, but Itsuki tells him that like they're distant now, right? Um, they don't have the same taste anymore, and the example she used was that they don't want to go to the same movie, so, like, they both want to go to get tickets for different movies rather than going to the same movie as, like, they would have when they were children, which isn't... Which very important, because it comes back up. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, and then that's really all that happens on the Itsuki side of the fight. <laughs> uh, so we go back to food, like to Futuro and Ninu and they're just kind of studying at like Ninu's house and that's not too important but it kind of shows that like now they're on good terms again right so like he can tutor all of them but he still has to go to three separate apartments to tutor them he would have to go to Ninu's apartment to help tutor her go to Futuro's apartment to tutor Itsuki and then the main apartment to tutor the other three sisters which boyo better be bait like getting paid for like all of this like walking and traveling what's that called it's just true oh <laughs> never mind i don't know <laughs> i was gonna say travel expenses but i don't think that's the right Maybe? term i don't know did you have something to say before that I think I was just going to say it's him getting back to being athletic, but I don't. You're right. I don't remember. (laughs) It's fine. Um, But yeah, he goes back to Nino's house and they're like studying, right? Um, He's like on good terms, like enough to just kind of walk into her apartment and just chill, even though Nino is confused on why he's there. Um, But... He tells her that he's still shocked about the whole Rena thing, like the Rena disappearing. Um, but she taught him a good lesson, and that lesson was, you can't change people. I don't know what this means. What did I write? You can't people. You can't change people that have changed. 
What? There was more to that, but I did not <laughs> write it. You can't change that people have changed. Okay. Like you can't change the fact that people changed. Yes. Know. Okay. The fact was there. Yeah. Okay. That was it. Also, just side note, I don't think I've ever told you this, but one time I got a fortune cookie, right? And the fortune was, once you're finished changing, you're finished. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's what this reminded me of. Also, we love fortune cookies like that. The same day, right? My sister was sitting next to me and opened her fortune cookie, and it was completely blank. <laughs> <laughs> so we love so, fortune cookies. One blank one. Our blank. Hmm? Our blank fortune cookies like a bad omen. <laughs> I don't know. Getting one that says once you're finished changing, you're finished is kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, okay, but yeah. She said he said that Rena taught him like something along the lines of you can't change people. You can't change the fact that people have changed. Right? Um, and that you should forget the past and just move forward. But like, also is that actually a good thing though? Like forgetting the past and just going forward. Like, sometimes there's stuff from the past that, like, dictates what you should do and shouldn't do, you know? Yeah, I mean, some people say, like, not to dwell on the past, but I feel like you still need to learn yeah. from the past. Yeah. Like, there's some past stuff that, like, you do need to bring with you. But I guess, like, when they're talking about this, they're talking about certain types of past that aren't game changers. But Nino doesn't think so. She doesn't think that it's that easy to do. Um, and the reason was because Nino felt that she was left behind when the other sisters all started becoming different, you know? When they all started having different interests. Um, and that's, oh, yeah, she's the only one that, like, hung on, clung on. Clung on? Hung on. <laughs> yeah, clung hung on. on to the path. Yeah, English is hard. Yeah, so uh, that's why she thought they all drifted apart, and like she was really sad about them drifting apart. But that's why she she's the only one that keeps the long hair, and it's because the long hair was from their childhood because they all had the same hairstyle, and it was all like torso length. I guess I don't know how to describe long hair. <laughs> Sorry, um, but. Then and there, she resolves that she has to force herself to move on before she gets left behind, um, even more than she already has. But she has one regret, and that regret is Kintaro-kun. Remember that, boyo? We love Kintaro-kun. Yeah, Futuro's... edgy Futuro. <laughs> Futuro's so- so-called? Yeah, so-called cousin, which is actually just... Futuro in his bad boy phase that with a wig on <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the new Kotaro-kun 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 is Futuro with a wig um so this is where things get spicy right um to help her like resolve the one regret Futuro asked what if she could meet him and she agrees so Kintaro-kun and Ninu have a date, which I didn't think of this when I was looking at the anime, right? But the wig that he was wearing originally, right, at the uh, the festival? No. 
the camping the trip. camping trip. Yeah, it was a wig from one of the costumes for, like, the scary clown. So why does he still have it? <laughs> Did he, in, like, the five minutes that he was like, I'll go get Kintaro? Not five minutes, but, like, between that time, did he go out and run and get a, a new wig? A new blonde wig? <laughs> well, was the costume <laughs> supplied by the school? Because I feel like I vaguely remember him already owning this stuff and then just bringing it with him. I think it was owned by the school because it was in, like, a box in, like, the school. Um, But I'm not sure, actually. But... Let's continue. Okay. So, he's outside the door when Ninu, like, approaches him. And he's completely torn on if he should tell her the truth or deceive her. Which, he he knows that, like, telling the truth is, like, the best thing to do. But future-wise, deceiving her might be the best. Because you don't want Ninu mad at you, right? That's scary. Because then you'll never make up with Ninu. Yeah, as a tutor, not as a person, deceiving might be the best. But he he decides that he's going to try to tell her the truth. Um, so he apologizes to, to Ninu, but Ninu cuts him off because she thinks that he is talking about the bonfire, right? Oh, yeah, because... She was supposed to dance with Kintaro-kun, but Futaro was stuck inside the, the what was it, the storage shed? No, so he got really sick, remember? So he had to cancel on all of them. And Futaro was like, I don't think Kintaro-kun's gonna make it. I could have sworn it's because he got stuck in the shed with them. No, that was before the bonfire happened. Because we, after the bonfire, no, wait, after the that storage That was during shed, the bonfire. Because he got sick when they went skiing. Yeah, no, a, yeah, after the storage shed, then they had the skiing trip, and then the bonfire, right after the skiing thing. I don't know if I believe you, but I guess I'll take your <laughs> word for it. Sir, I did all the research about this. It might not be accurate, but I know my stuff. I watched that episode like five times because having him fall on Inotsuki's lap, I swooned. I simped. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but a dirty simp. (laughs) You're welcome. Simp for them thighs. Mm -hmm. Okay, where did I get to? Okay. So now where were we? So yeah, he she thought he was apologizing for the bonfire, right? Oh yeah. Um so he promises to like spend the day with her as Kintaru and she gives back the charm that Kintaru gave her at the um at the camping trip. Remember that? Like mm-hmm, the like to keep her safe or whatever. Yeah, that bracelet to keep her safe. Which, isn't that the bracelet that Futuro's sister gave him? Yeah, he didn't care about it, apparently, even though he's a super Regifting a gift. Yeah. Especially something your little sister made you. So she gives back the charm to him, and he puts it back on his wrist. And they walk in, and Ninu is making sweets and, like, cakes for Futuro, and Kintaro offers to help her. So, being Ninu, who's, like, a hopeless romantic, right... <laughs> she runs out of like the room, calls Futuro, 
because she's too nervous on how nice he is. Like, she's talking on the phone to Futuro about how Kinturu is, like, helping her and how he's so nice. Like, what would she... Is she fine? Oh, sorry. She can't look him in the eyes. And is he fine with cream puffs? Does he like cream puffs? All the while, Futuro is in the kitchen talking to Nina on the phone. (laughs) Yep. So, Futuro tells her that, like, Kinturo loves them. Probably. He he specifically said probably after. So she she immediately like hangs up the phone, goes back in, and is like, I'm making cream puffs. Do you like them? And Kintura's like, I love them. Which of course And she swoons. Yeah, then she swoons. Um But I maybe because Ninu's nervous, she burns them, or also maybe because she has Kintaro's help, who's actually Fujiro, who's also really bad at cooking. You know, having a really great cook and a really bad cook, it averages out to a mediocre cook. <laughs> to a mediocre cook. And <laughs> mediocre cooks, you got a 50-50 chance of burning things. Everyone knows that. Yep. But Kintaro forgetting... Okay, sorry. Futuro, forgetting that he was Kintaro, says he doesn't believe that Ninu would ever mess up on cooking. And he specifically says the name Ninu. Nino, but as you know, in like Japanese, like in Japan, you don't honor. S- yeah, you only say their last name until like you're super close, right? Mm-hmm. Or like maybe like family. They give you permission. Yeah. So he he did a boo boo calling her Nino, because he was supposed to call her like Nakano San or something like that. If he was just meeting her. Right, but also realistically, would she care? Cause she swooned for him for so long. Wouldn't she be like, "Yes, he's calling me by my first name." Okay, L- let me go on the next point, and you'll see. So she co- she <laughs> okay. runs out, calls Futuro again, and tells her that Kintaro called her Nino. So maybe he has feelings for her, <laughs> and that's why she's calling her. Or, yeah, she's calling, calling him. him. Yeah, she's calling him because she's like, he called me by my first name. <laughs> so she goes back in, and they finish making all their cream puffs. And there's a lot of cream puffs, right? It fills in, like, the whole kitchen counter and the dining table. It's a lot of cream puffs. <laughs> um, what are cream puffs, anyways? I don't know. I, I've heard of them, like... but I don't think I've ever eaten one. Sounds good. Are they like fluffier macaroons? I think it's like it's fluffy bread with like a cream topping on it, maybe? Not sure. Um, all the food fanatics, don't add us, please. <laughs> so Kintaro, because remember he's actually Futuro, suggests that they call the other quintuplets, because they made too many. Um and Ninu says that they're finally alone. Wait. They're finally alone. So she doesn't want them to get in the way. Did you get confused by your own typo? Yeah, I was like, what does this mean? They're finally alone? <laughs> they're finally alone. <laughs> yeah, so they're finally alone and she doesn't want them to get in their way. Um, and then, and I quote, she says, I only want you here with me. Swoon. Swoon. Um... But 
after that, she starts talking about Futuro saying the exact same thing about how they should be together. Because Kintaro, once, when he was talking about like inviting the sisters, he said that it might be more fun when all the sisters are together, which is the exact same thing Futuro said. Um, but she said that Futuro said the same thing, but because he only cared about them studying and his tutoring job, which then Kintaro, forgetting that he's Kintaro, yells, I don't care about the exam. I just want the five of you to be together, which big boo-boo. And then after he says, I have something important to tell you, I, Kintaro, and he gets cut off um, when Nina runs away. And calls Futuro and tells him to meet her downstairs in the cafe. So Futuro goes running to the cafe, right? Um, and like Nina's Does he in the have ca- to get a change of clothes? Huh? Does he have to get a change of clothes? Did he run home, yeah. get a change of clothes, and then run back? I don't know. Like, I know you could just take off the wig, but wouldn't it be awkward if, like, you're wearing the exact same clothes? Yeah, that's... Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, you have to change your clothes because they're pretty obvious. Maybe he brought a bag of clothes with him and hid it somewhere in the, the hallway. Was he that smart? Maybe. Um, but yeah, she's running down. And he, Nino bought him an iced coffee and her an iced coffee to drink while he's talking. And Nino goes up to him and is like, I have something happened. I think Contra. Kintaro. I keep pronouncing his name wrong. Kintaro Kun is about to ask me out. He said he had something important to tell me. <laughs> Which, I guess, if you stop someone and say I have something important to tell you, it might and kind of be interpreted the wrong way, you know. Um, but she thanks him for letting him see. She thanks him for letting her see Kintaro Kun. And she shakes his hand, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as, it was a trap. <laughs> yeah, it's a trap. Because as she's shaking his hand, she pulls up his sleeve and sees the bracelet that she gave Kintaro-kun. Yeah. We see what's going on here. Um, she she baited him. Yeah. And then Boyle gets drugged again because he's stupid and shouldn't take anything from Ninu. <laughs> so he passes out. Did he out. get drugged? Yeah, he did. His iced coffee that he she gave him was drugged and he passes out in the lobby or in the cafe there's a lot of drugging in this anime um and she's mad well the reason he got drugged right was because she was mad because he broke his promise not to lie to her that he promised her in the what's it called in the the camping trip arc um so yeah my my thing was, how long did Ninu... Oh, actually, wait. So, the reason, like, Ninu figured it out was because um, they looked exactly the same, right? And, like, the quintuplets, it makes sense that they look exactly the same, but, like, cousins, they would not look anywhere close to the exact same at all. So yeah, she I don't look anything like my cousins. Yeah, so she saw... She saw... She saw straight through this from the beginning, right? So how much do you think was actual feelings? Maybe it was more of like her wanting to live out that fantasy. With Kintaro? Yeah, and just using Futuro as like a means to that. True, because she did every time like... 
Futuro, as Kentaro, like, tried to tell her the truth, she always, like, cut him off. Yeah. That is true. She did stop him. So she probably did know straight from the beginning, but wanted to live out the fantasy. Um, and, like, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So he wakes up from his cafe table, right? And runs to her room. But a cleaning lady comes out and tells him that she actually checked out right before he got there. So... Back to square one. Where's Ninu? Yep, back to square one. Ninu and Butro, who were once on good terms, are no longer on good terms. And also she's gone again. (laughs) So... Ninu, or they go to school the next day, and Ninu's not there. She took the day off from school. Um, but now we go on to Yotsuba. Yeah? Because we've been talking about Ninu and really it's... only Ninu this whole time. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> this, so far, this episode has been the Ninu episode. Yeah, maybe a tiny bit of Rena. Um, but let's go on to someone else. So, Yotsuba, right? Yotsuba is currently being pulled into the track team, which she doesn't know how to say no, if you remember that, right? She's always doing stuff for other, like, clubs and stuff because she doesn't know how to decline. Um, but she's worried because finals are coming up, right? Which they want to get good grades on because they're being tutored. And it'd be a boo-boo if they don't get good grades. But the track they team, don't know about the the terms that their father gave Futuro, right? The second actually, one? have we are those even brought up? No, the first time it came up already. Um, but remember, Ninu lied about them. So sure, yeah. <laughs> they're good right now. There's no terms yet. Um, okay. So yeah, Yotsuba and Futuro are talking to the the captain, who says that they're going to have a weekend training camp right before finals because the track team doesn't have time to care about exams, which, mm, mm, as as a captain, wouldn't you want your, your people? You kind of need your, your athletes to be passing to continue participation. Yeah, I don't know about, like, Japanese schools, but I feel like they should be passing at least, even if it's not required. You know, maybe they just restrict club, club um, activity. Um, that's the word. Yeah, if you're not like a, at a certain grade, maybe because I know like here, like if you're failing, you can't do anything with the club until you get your grades back up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Side note: one time in tennis right because i was a tennis nerd for all the people listening if you're listening (laughs) um like i had a 60 at the start of the eligibility like deadline but then it went up like a bit after because i think the 60 was in like spanish and you always start off with like a 60 until the end remember (laughs) um it was hecox's spanish so, instead, for some reason, all the other people with 60s, like, they they were told that they couldn't play and had to sit out, but he didn't tell me that I needed to sit out. 
which confused me. Okay, that's my story about eligibility. How great, it... great story. Thank you. Very relevant. <laughs> Very relevant. Okay, back. So, Yotsuba doesn't know how to quit, so she's still doing track. So, Futuro decides that he's going to run the track with her and yell out quiz things to her and she can answer. But he's too sl- like slow to keep up with her because, remember, nerd ain't... nerds aren't athletic. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, the captain actually like verbally says that they're going to have a weekend training camp right before finals, which Yotsuba is super worried about and wants to leave, but she doesn't know how to tell the captain that she wants to leave. So Futuro and Ichika like secretly hatch a plan to help her, and you can probably this is when Ninu gets real cute. <laughs> yeah, you can probably guess what's gonna happen when another quintuplet comes in. They're going to disguise as her, right? Um, and then we completely switch things again. This whole volume um, and, like, the episodes accompanying them, it just keeps switching. <laughs> like, there's no easy way for me to tell you this in an easy-to-remember to chronological fashion. <laughs> so we, we immediately switch, and Miku... Without context, Miku randomly shows up at Ninu's new apartment. <laughs> we don't know how. It just kind of happens. So. No, they explain it. Do they? Or did you just... Re- yeah, because uh, Miku went to her old apartment. Um, oh. Dressed up as Nino and asked them where like she's staying now. No, okay. So, Miku went to Ninu's old apartment, saw Ninu storming out, and then Miku followed her. And then sure. they got to the new apartment. And then and she dressed up as Nini and was like, I forgot my key. Can I get another? Yeah, that's what happened. Thank you. Are you like watching as I'm going or something? Or did you watch pre- beforehand? No, I just remembered this. Dang, how do you remember this super small stuff? I could not. Because it's about Miku and Miku's <laughs> best girl. Oh, you're right. Okay, so that happens. It's It's kind of important. Just to remember that, like, now Miku and Ninu are in the same apartment. But then we completely switch back to Yotsuba. <laughs> that comes back into play later. Yeah. So, Yotsuba is talking to the track team, right? Ichiki. Oh, that was a, a butchered name. Ichika. <laughs> Itsuki and Futuro say that if Yotsuba can't say no, one of the quins will say no for them. Uh, for her. Sorry. And they would want Miku to do it, but remember, Miku's at Ninu's place, so they don't know where Miku is, because Miku didn't tell them. So the next best thing, Itsuki. Um, Even though Ichika's the actress, so why didn't they get Ichika to do it? And Ichika also has shorter hair. Yeah. So, once again, we switch back. To Miku and Nino. Miko and Nino. Um, and they're having a, a heart-to-heart. But not really, because at first they're talking about tea. Because, why not? They're drinking tea. Um, but then, Nino tells Miku how she's mad that Futuro disguised himself as Kintaro. But then, Miku, like, 
throws the the whole we do this to him all the time why are you mad <laughs> she's like this one's different but doesn't tell him or her that it's because uh the whole time he was playing with her feels right uh but ninu tells miku that futuro told her that like he wanted all of them to stay together no matter what um and after that miku tells nino that it's okay that they're not the same anymore um they're still one fifth like of an act of like a person in like air quotes sharing experiences and complimenting each other they're still like the same like family so it's fine that they're different also miku wants nino back because the food sucks at home without her there. <laughs> the, real re- the real reason to seek out. The real reason. <laughs> uh, yes. So, after that, as sisters do, they fight over which tea is better. Black tea or green tea? Which is really funny, because they're actually the same tea. Just fermented different. Did you know that, Jared? I learned that from this show that what the teas came from the same plant just for fermented differently yeah most teas are the same plant the same leaf except they're just fermented differently so like earl gray black tea and green tea i think are all the same plus some more um no i'm not an avid tea drinker so (laughs) i would not have known that yeah but like as you can tell if they're able to fight over like which tea is better they're they're on good terms again. Yeah? I think. I would say so. Um, and Nina tells her that she wants to resolve to move forward. So she walks up to a drawer, gets a pair of scissors out, and then before we know what she does with that scissors, it jumps back to Yotuba. <laughs> but I mean, it's pretty obvious what she's going to do with those scissors. Who knows? Maybe she's going to cut Miku up because... The tea fight. Does she got some scissor skills like Urabe? I don't think so, but hopefully. Because that'd be pretty cool. So, <laughs> back to Itsuki and Futuro. Itsuki is acting... Um, sorry, what does this mean? Itsuki is acting like Futuro to say no to them. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think I meant to put Yotsuba. <laughs> Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid typos. Okay, so back to Itsuki and Futuro. So Itsuki Itsuki is acting like Yotsuba to say no to them, right? Um, Itsuki goes up to the team, to the captain, and tells her that she wants to quit. But she is immediately seen through. Like, the captain does not fall for it at all. She's like, why is someone pretending to be Yotsuba? Which... Maybe girls are just good at differentiating them. Who knows? Um, maybe it's also because she has long hair and Yotuba doesn't. So, after that... It's called extensions. Huh? <laughs> it's called extensions. <laughs> yes. So, Itsuki, Itsuki's still there, right? But Yotuba comes back and laughs off that it's just a quintuplet joke. Um, but then she very scarily tells them that she's going to quit and calls the captain out of her mind for forcing them to go to a training camp right before finals. But plot twist, it wasn't Yotuba or Miku. 
Guess who it was? Drum roll. It was Ninu. It was Ninu who lopped off all like half of her hair to shoulder length. Um, and honestly, pretty cute. It was. So the sisters regroup after that whole thing happens, and all of them are surprised about Ninu's like short hair, other than Miku because Miku was there. Um, and Ichika asks if it's because she was heartbroken, or she responds something like that, because. <laughs> Futuro and Kintaro played with her feels and then I guess broke her heart because it was fake all along. Didn't really reject her, I guess. Don't really know <laughs> how to explain it. Um, but then we like end off like Itsuki and Ninu are now apologizing to each other. And you remember the tickets, the movies? How they like different movies. Right? So. Uh, Itsuki like shows. That she got the tickets for the movie that. Ninu wanted to watch. As like an apology. Um, even though they have different tastes. But it kind of. The camera. Kind of. Kind of zooms out. Right? Kind of pans back and shows that. Um. Ninu had the pair of tickets that Itsuki wanted to watch behind her back. I wouldn't say it panned out. Maybe it just changed perspective. I don't know. In the anime, in the anime, did it? It like did the whole pan, but I guess in the manga, it was like new frame. <laughs> you know. So, sisters all back together again. Happy times, right? So we kind of go back to the whole normality thing where they're back at the apartment, all of them back at the apartment, and Futuro is like normally tutoring them. But this time it's different because Ninu gives her approval. So all of them are fine with Futuro tutoring them, which, good. Sorry, we're back. We just had to, like, stop for a sec and situate some stuff. Jared had to go. He had some stuff he had to do. Uh, so it's just going to be me for the remainder of this episode. I'm sorry. You don't get Jared to, to ease the awkwardness. So where do we stop? Um, so we stopped. The, the sisters are all back together again, right? Everything's kind of normal. You know, gives her approval for Futuro, so... All five of them finally accept him, which is great for his tutoring job because he needed it. Um, so right now they're studying for the finals. Yeah, um, finals are coming up. They're they're all worried just because they they want to get good grades. Because like, what's the point of having a tutor if you don't get a good grade? So as like a last ditch effort, Futuro gives them little cheat sheets, right? Little little roll up cheat sheets they can keep on them. So if they need to need some help on like the final, they could whip it up, which I never used cheat sheets, but I sure did cheat in high school. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, right after like it transitions to them now going in for their finals, right? They're walking into the school. And Futuro splits up from them. He said, well, Ichika, Ichika, sorry, 
Itsuki said that he had to like go call someone, so he borrowed her phone and maybe was gonna call his family, right? Um But he actually goes to the roof and he's looking about like back on their time and is happy about them because now they're all together and he believes that they're an unstoppable like force together. Um so the sisters didn't pass finals. It's not that big of like a, a surprise, like yeah, based off like their previous progress, like mm, it wasn't out of the ballpark that they didn't pass. So on their next tutoring day, right? They are all expecting Futuro. They're like, we failed, but at least we have a tutoring day. Futuro can help us. He can teach us what we did wrong. But guess who it, who goes instead, right? Not Futuro. Makes sense, right? <laughs> um, this time, it's Abada. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'm not completely sure. Um, and Abada is... Papa Nakano's secretary, who has come in as a temporary tutor, and he drops the news. So you remember how he was on the roof, supposedly calling his sister, but actually looking back on their time? What he was actually doing was using Ichika's phone, oh, sorry, Itsuki's phone, to call Papa Nakano and tell him that he quit. Um, and the reason... He, he said he quit was because there was showing no progress, so why would he drag them on with, like for his needs when, as a professional tutor, he's not getting the results? But it is shown later, or then. I'm not completely sure when it was shown. I completely forgot. Oop. Sorry, trailer crack. <laughs> okay, so I forgot what was shown, but the actual reason that he quit was because he was calling their dad an asshole for not helping the sisters out when all of them were having their fight and leaving it on to the sisters to deal with it, which I know that's stepping your bounds of being a tutor, but go Futuro. Like, heck yeah, that's what you need to do. Um, and then right after he quit, because how are you going to say that to your employer? And then keep going with your job that's kind of awkward um so back to the what happened at like the aftermath um he's banned from the house abada told the sisters that because he quit he's no longer allowed to step foot into the apartment at all which makes the sisters kind of mad which makes sense um but they make a deal with Abada, right? Which is, if they could solve a sheet, or like a test, I think, on their own, they would be allowed to leave the apartment, allowed to go to Futuro, rather than having Futuro come to them. Um, and while they're doing it, they realize how much they've improved. Like, they've improved a lot, but, you know, because they still couldn't pass the final, they still couldn't figure out how to do the test that Abada had them do. So... They decide that they're going to use a cheat sheet. Remember that one? So they pull it out. Yeah. This is kind of cute. They pull it out and they all open up the cheat sheet 
And instead of having them cheat, it's basically telling them to stop cheating and that he's happy that they've grown and that he had fun with them and that they had many things or they need to do things on their own now, which that was adorable, you know, like if you're going to quit, that's the way to go. Um, so because they still can't do the test because they they re- tried to rely on a cheat sheet that ended up not helping them at all. Um, they instead banded together and asked Abada if they could leave. And he lets them do so because they're doing it together. Like, they went up to him all together without fighting, asked if they could leave, and, like, were full serious about it. And it reminded him of, like, how powerful they were during their childhood. Um, like, sheds a little tear, I guess. It looks like he sheds a little tear. He has the happy smile. And then he lets them go. Um, so... They they have a little journey on their way to Futuro. Don't know how they found him. I think they kind of just knew. And they're walking. I think this is like Christmas time. It's kind of winter. Close to Christmas. It's definitely close to Christmas. Um, And they're walking. And then they, they approach him. And Futuro is dressed up as like a little Santa elf. And is giving cakes out on or outside a cake shop that's his new job he needs the money because as we remember he kind of poor <laughs> um but yeah he he's like on the street giving out cakes for anyone who buys them um a lot of animes do that actually i think this one toradora had that type of scene i think um a lot of animes have like the cake giving out scene for Christmas, like that's your last ditch job. It was, but yeah, back to the main thing. So they ask if they could have a cake delivered to their house, which first he Futuro like embarrassed, but also disagrees. But his manager, a real one, um, is like, we don't have a lot of people. Just go deliver it to their house with them, and then he closes the shop. I think, or he'll handle it from there. So they're all walking to, like, the their house, which isn't the way of the apartment, which confuses Futuro. So as they're walking, it's revealed that Ichika bought an apartment with her own money um, that she's making as an actor so that he is allowed to step foot in the house because it isn't their dad's house. It's their house. So, Papa of Nakano has no ground to be like, Boyo ain't allowed to be in here. Which, first off, question one. How much time was between them being like, we need to step out, and them being like, hi, this is where we live now. Because I know when they had, like, Ibotta come in, it was like midday or morning. And I, like, when they were walking to the apartment, it was, like, dead of night. So, was this, like, a week between? Was it a day between? Because getting an apartment like that, that quickly, unless she already had this apartment, which I don't think she would spend money on an apartment if she knew she was safe at their dad's apartment. So maybe it's been, like, a week between. But formalities. Doesn't matter. Um... So they ask why he, like, Futura left, right? The sisters ask why Futura left. He tells them what I told you already. He quit because he couldn't 
produce results and he didn't want them to suffer for his selfish needs. And guess who steps up, right? Guess. Is is Ninu because mm, Ninu. So she steps up and tells him that he's always been selfish, right? He he's done so much that would be selfish and they hated it. But because he was selfish, they ended up happy and they ended up where they would be now. Um, or where they are now, which is a lot better than what they were back then. So they tell him to stop not being selfish, which go Nino. Like we we love this independence. We love this uh hopeless romantic. I don't know what you would call it. Um so in their their happiness, right? Yotsuba because it's Yotsuba and Yotsuba stupid. <laughs> Um, she throws all of their key cards into the air, and the sisters and him, who are trying to catch these key cards now in the air, fall into the river, the freezing cold river right next to the apartments. Stupid <laughs> Um, so Fujiro jumped in first, actually, and then all the sisters jumped in after him because why not? Romantic Christmas feelings, you know. Um, but, so, he comes up, and remember that charm a while ago, right? Beginning of this episode, that Rena gave him? The charm that said, uh, or that Rena told him that whenever he was satisfied with himself, he can open it, which, I want to know what's in it, right? But you probably want to know what's in it. And guess what? It comes back. So, he jumps in, and the charm comes out of his pocket, and is, like, floating, and all the girls are in the water, remember? But <laughs> it pulls a fast one on us, right? Ninu, Ninu's have tro- like having trouble swimming. So Fujiro is left with a choice. Either try to go get the charm that Rena gave him in exchange for his photo of them as children. Or go save Ninu. And you know what we're going to do. We're saving Ninu. Like, even if she was a bitch, we're saving Ninu. Because... You gotta have that 20% pay. <laughs> also, it's Nino, and she is a person. Why would you care about that? From a girl that came into your life five years ago and was like, ha, fat lie, I'm disappearing, bye-bye, pushes into water. Not really pushes, but watches you as you're squirming in the water. We don't need that type of person in your life. Um, so. Alright, there's a lot of cars out. Please forgive me. I don't want to edit that out. <laughs> um, so he loses the gem. Uh, but as like a one of those closing credit type things, it shows that the tutor that was supposed to replace Futuro, like they, they brought papers, the sisters brought papers showing Futuro like who the the new tutor was going to be. Um, but they actually like to gain his sympathy, but actually the person on the papers that were supposed was supposed to be the new tutor was Ibotta in disguise. Um, it also shows, like I told you, that Futuro quit on his own accord after he told off um, their father for being a bad father. Um, and yeah. And then it said, like, Papa Nakano says, I hate him because Boyo's petty. You know, Boyo, is he actually a father? He's, like, holding a grudge, saying, I hate this boyo because he told me off. 
Who knows? But that's the end of the seven goodbye arc. So let's continue, right? So we go into... Or we go back to, like, their normalish life, right? Normal as it can be, like, back to tutoring, but just in a kind of run-down apartment that Ichika's paying for. It's, like, one room, like, one bedroom, and then, like, a living room, and that's all they have. <laughs> uh, but they have a kitchen. That's good. Everyone needs a kitchen. I... I don't... Okay, sorry, sorry, side note. Like, I don't know how people, at least in, like, American colleges, can function without a kitchen in their dorm like i know some dorm halls have communal kitchens but some don't and i can't imagine only being able to microwave stuff or buy food like that's a scam <laughs> dorms dorms are a scam um okay back to back to the main thing so it's new year's right they head over to the temple to say their prayers because, yeah, I think that's what happens. And they accidentally run into, or they being Futuro and Raya, his sister, his little sister, and they end up running into the Nakano quintuplets. And they invite Futuro and Raya to go to the sister's new apartment. Um, they're all watching TV. They apparently all love the same drama or, like, TV drama, and it's about a love confession, which is kind of cute. Um, Raya is, like, surprised because she she thought they were rich, which they are, but something's happened. There, there's reasons that they're not in the most suitable lifestyle right now. Um, but they're all sitting under a kutatsu, right? But Futuro sitting outside, because I guess when there's five girls, right, under one table, maybe Raya could be a sixth. It's kind of awkward for one dude just to be like, hello, legs. My legs are in here now. Um, but Ninu, love Ninu, offers him space next to her, right? Like, pulls up the kotatsu and, like, pats ground. Hey, you can sit here. <laughs> um, but because it's Futuro and Futuro's socially awkward, to be honest, I'd be socially awkward during that too. Uh, he offers it to Raya, but... Ichika offers him a massage if he does. And then they all fight over and end up massaging different limbs of him, which is really funny. Like, two of them get his legs, two of them get his arms, and I think Ichika's, like, shoulders and neck or something. Um, but they're not... <laughs> it's, like, really weird massaging just because they only have one limb, so it's just, like, squeezing a limb. Um, and you can tell something's fishy about that, right? Oh, well, first off, they offer him food and, like, a game to play, and they're just offering a whole bunch of stuff, along with a massage, so he can definitely tell, like, something's up, like, why would they be doing this just out of nowhere, so they, the, the sisters regroup in the, like, the bedroom next to them, and the reason that they're doing this is because they feel bad, because remember, they're paying for a whole apartment out of pocket, and previously, all the money that they had was from their father, so they can't pay Futuro, right? They don't. It doesn't feel right to them to be like having him come in and tutor them for free. So the sisters instead try to make Ichika give him a peck on the cheek. But she proposes Miku does it instead as a thanks slash payment for, for the tutoring. But 
Miku's happy about this. Miku wants to do it. But then she's beat by Yotsuba because Yotsuba notices like cream on the side of Futuro's cheek from the food that he was offered beforehand. And she goes up to him and then licks it off his cheek. Which dang. Ballsy. <laughs> um and then the the girls plan to give him something because or like the girls can kind of confess to him that like the reason they're being weird is because it, it doesn't feel right that they're not being or that they can't pay him and they plan to give him something and Futuro tells them that like they don't need to pay him now which good tutor I get like good friend but then you see Futuro and he's like but you can pay me when you're rich right I want every single penny of the price of me <laughs> because it's Futuro and remember Futuro is stingy um so they start a normal sleep tutoring session but during that um tutoring session ichika falls asleep and automatically starts stripping because remember she does this because she's that type of person who doesn't sleep with clothes on um and the all the girls suggest that like ichika's probably tired during the tutoring session because she's the only one that pays for the apartment right she has to work like, almost full-time, along with school and along with getting tutored because she's, like, paying for the apartment. So they suggest that they should get all part-time jobs. Um, if I can remember correctly, Nino wanted to work at a cafe, right? Yotsuba wanted to work at a, a supermarket because she would be good at lifting stuff. Miku wanted to work maybe at a bakery? And um, Itsuki wanted to become a teacher or a tutor because she likes that type of stuff, right? Um, so after that, Futuro, like, it transitions back to Futuro at work. Yeah, this is kind of like a completely different topic now, right? We're kind of done with that whole tutoring session. So Futuro is back at work. He works at the cake shop, remember? Um, it's called Revival. I'm going to start calling it Revival instead of the cake shop. I think. I might not. Um, and he's shown making a cake that looks great, but tastes atrocious. Like, it tastes awful. Um, and you know what? That same day, the shop is being used for a movie shoot. And guess who's there? Ichika, who's one of the appearing actresses. Which they were surprised about. They did not know this. I don't think. Um, I don't think Ichika, like... Well, she knew that he worked there, so maybe she just didn't expect to see him working on the same day. Um, and after many takes of, like, the thing, uh, where Ichika's actor, Ichika's actor, sorry, Ichika's character is, like, eating a cake, and that's why the manager was so for the movie shoot, was because he can, like, put their little stamp on it and have, like, a whole bunch of people come in, um, which, smart move, smart move. They, they run through a whole bunch of cakes, and then they end up accidentally getting... Futuro's cake, which looks great, remember, but tastes bad. Um, but Ichika, she she plays through it, right? Her bomb-ass acting makes it look like it was great. Um, well, but then we we learn that she actually, like, thought it tasted terrible, but didn't want to say anything. <laughs> um, but between breaks, Ichika is studying upstairs. I think you're, like, in a different room. Um, and Futuro finds her, and Futuro praises her for being so, like, good at acting 
you know, and like being able to have a dream. But Ichika's asleep. So he continues to to praise her. And we learn that she actually wasn't asleep. She was pretending because she was blushing the whole time. Because, yeah, like she she was swooning. Big swoon. Um, so yeah, she like pretended to fall asleep so she could have her head down and like her head leaning on Futuro so he wouldn't see. Um, but transition again. So after that, Nino, Nino, Yotsuba, and Futuro go to the supermarket to buy some groceries. And, um, like they're holding heavy things. Yotsuba got it, but she had to go get something else, so she gave it to, uh, Ninu and Futuro, who both of them were barely able to hold it up together, right? Both of them had to hold it, and they were struggling. But it made Ninu swoon, right? She started blushing, but she thinks it's only because that made her remember Kintaro-kun, who was actually Futuro. So, like, yeah, but she's like, no, I don't have feelings for him. I only have feelings for Kintaro, but... I need to make them disappear. So, on their way out, they see Itsuki and Papa Nakano talking at a cafe nearby. Um, so, as good siblings do, and good tutor. Sorry, voice crack. Um, as good siblings do, and also good tutor, they decide that they're going to eat a job. Um, and they, they go up and hear that Papa hates Futuro. But Papa gives Itsuki a condition. Which I don't know why he didn't say it to to everyone. Like, what a bad father. And he tells Itsuki that they should go back to the house because they don't want the problem with Yotsuba to happen again. And Yotsuba hears it. So he goes up to Papa too. Um, and remember the other... Or Ninu and... Futuro are still eavesdropping from the side. Um, and... Actually, no. Wait. Scrap that. Go back real quick. Backpedal. So, before he... Remember, he said, like, you don't want the thing to happen to Yotsuba again. Um, and... Zoom. Motorcycle. Yotsuba tells him that... What he's talking about was... Remember how all of the the siblings transferred because they kind of stupid, right? They kind of failed all their stuff. Actually, at their first high school, Yotsuba was the only one that didn't pass completely, right? Like, they were still all kind of dumb, but they barely still passed to go up to the next grade. But Yotsuba would have to transfer because she didn't pass. So all of them decided that they were going to transfer to a new high school um, so that they could be together, which... Good family, good family. We love. So, Yotsuba, Yotsuba hears about this and then goes up to the, the table. Yeah. And Papa gives them a condition. If Yotsuba doesn't pass, or any of them don't pass, they're going to be transferred to another high school that would allow them to go up a grade, even if they failed, because he's on the goody-goody with one of their board members. Which also, like... That's corruption. Like, is that, that, mm, hmm, you know, all the, 
the stuff coming up in the news now that's like people spending like millions to get their student or their like child mostly celebrities at that one full house celeb um like they're paying like a whole bunch of money to get their child into this one college like why are you doing this like it's mm -hmm. this is what it reminds me of but going back to actual topic because that's a whole separate topic on its own god Sorry, there are so many cars, but I can't edit all of them out because there are too many, and I live right next to the road. Um, okay, so we go back to Futuro. So yeah, they're all happy. They're not happy, but like ready to get good grades on their finals. Um, and Futuro gets up also happy, but then he gets a nosebleed because it's shown that he ate too much chocolate that Miku gave him. And this reason is because Valentine's Day is coming up, right? Um, so Miku wants to make him chocolate but doesn't know what he likes. So she's just giving him a whole bunch of like different chocolate bars so that he can try them so that she can make a chocolate that suits his taste, which is like really cute. Um, but she starts making them like not when everyone leaves, so it's just Ichika and like her there. And she's making them and it's so bad that like <laughs> a skull icon skull icon like a skull appears in the chocolate she makes um like one of those skull clouds it's really funny um and then we go on to their next tutoring session so itsuki's not there because she's visiting the grave of her late mother um and we learned that she goes to that grave every single month um which is commitment um there she runs into one of her mother's old students and a whole bunch happens but like it helps itsuki realize what she wants to do and, like, not... The the student tells her not to just follow the footsteps of her mother because then she would never have her own goal, um, which gets Itsuki thinking. And, yeah. So we go back to um, the chocolate making. So Ichika suggests that she should get Ninu to help her because she's good at cooking. And Ninu end up, or ends up agreeing. And as they're making chocolate, Ichika's outside kind of jealous because she too has fallen for Futuro um so she's outside like listening to the through the window um and it, this is like right next to the front door and Futuro runs in there because Yotuba forgot her reference book at home and he was gonna go retrieve her and not wanting Futuro to go in and see all the chocolate making happening so to not spoil the surprise she says she throws it away and decides that they're gonna go buy a new one at the same time so she like does that but in the process accidentally hits her arm like hits her hand on like the metal grate on her window um which like is kind of not too important but important later on so remember she hit her hand kind of hard on like the metal frame in her surprise so that um Ninu Ninu sees how terrible that Miku's chocolates actually are and suggests that Miku just buy store-bought chocolates um, but she sees how sad Miku is now, and she tries to backpedal, and Miku tells Nino that Futuro hasn't eaten her food lately, and that even though she knows it's not good, she at least wanted to try to make something that he can't resist, and because remember, Nino's a hopeless romantic, and she's a suck-up, she sincerely starts wanting to help, um, which is great. We're starting to see, like, 
the the character development of Nino, and I'm like really here for it. Um, so back to Ichika. So they're buying books, right? Um, Ichika's pressed, because, like depressed, depressed, because she has to buy a new reference book to keep up the lie, even though she, they have the perfectly good reference book back in the house. Um, but she decides that she's going to get it to keep the lie. Futuro also wants to get a book, like a good book about becoming a good teacher. Um, and because Ichika's sweet, she offers to buy it for him. Um, so she does, and Futuro's waiting outside, and she's like, "You at this point, you definitely like, now she's wound, because she's like, what if we get into a relationship? It's going to be one of those relationships where he's going to ask me for, like, something and i'm definitely gonna get it for him because i'm swooning um and i might go broke because i'll get everything he wanted and he might become a fat lazy bum yeah she definitely swooned um but here here's the topper here's the kick right um when she was in there while futuro was separated to go find a different book um like two dudes come in and see her and they're like oh my gosh it's you you're so pretty blah 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 um, but when they walk out, right, Futuro is the only person that notices the big bruise on her arm that she got when, um, she hit her hand. Like, he wasn't distracted by how pretty she was or, like, her acting or whatever. He was just concerned about her, like, her bruise, and he's the only person that was concerned about her bruise. So, that made her swoon hard. Um... Yeah, but now they're back. Another study lesson. You can say that a lot, because there's just so many tutoring lessons now. But all of them are burnt out. So Futuro, as his um, How to Be a Good Teacher book suggests, he decides that they need to take a break, take a breather, and they go to an amusement park, right? Um, they're having fun, but Yotsuba says she needs to go to the bathroom, so she wasn't with the group. But Futuro finds her on a Ferris wheel instead. Because he saw her little, her little ribbon in one of the the seats, so he he also says he has to go to the bathroom and splits off, but then goes on the Ferris wheel where Yotsuba is, and he sees Yotsuba studying by herself in the Ferris wheel, right, not enjoying the time, that like the break time, and oh, I completely like got this portion mixed up, but it's so far back that I can't really fix it now. So, during the Papa Nakano scene, right, we actually didn't learn yet why they transferred, right? We just learned that, like, if... We just learned the condition. This is when we learn why they transferred. So Yotsuba's the re... Like, tells him that they all switched schools because Yotsuba was the only one that failed. Um... So... Yotsuba's, like, super sad about this. So that's why she's studying, is because she doesn't want to be the reason that they transfer again. Um, which, like, is a lot of stress, to be honest. Like, it's a lot to worry about. Um, but Futuro offers to study on the Ferris wheel, because they're like, it's a huge Ferris wheel, it takes a long time to go down. So he offers to help her study, at least on the way back down. Um, and he gives a heart-to-heart to Yotsuba, who's scared that she's going to drag everyone down. But he says that Yotsuba could be the person that pulls all of them forward. But she's still missing the biggest danger of them failing. Um, so yeah, that was a, a great scene. I suggest you watch it. There's so much emotion. 
but back to Itsuki. Remember, we we said that she visits the like her mother's grave at least once a month. Um, but this time, Futuro goes there too because she goes the, like on the same day. So Futuro found her. Um, and Itsuki thanks him for showing that they can teach each other that they're powerful with each other and this is when she resolves like her actual goal and she for sure knows that she wants to be a teacher like her mom um not because her mom was a teacher but because she likes it so back at the apartment miku wants to give futuro the chocolate um that she made with miku because like itsuki itsuki and him are back in the apartment um and miku like just woke up and comes out and like, Miku sees that the chocolate isn't there anymore. Um, but he, Futuro actually ate the chocolate, thinking that it was another sample that he needed to try, and then he subsequently had a, a nosebleed. But this one, he said, were re- or was really good, which made Miku very happy. And then he continues by calling her number one, which made her blush. But then we learned that he called her number one because he... She had the highest test grade. <laughs> um, then and there, she realizes that Fudro doesn't really see them as girls, but as students, and she's going to change that. Um, she also tells Ichika that she's not going to back down, even if Ichika has feelings for him, too. Um, God, the, the character development in this whole, like, episode in these few volumes is great. It's abysmal. Um... So, we're going to their finals now, right? Um, and they all pass. They, they're holding a party, like, at night at Revival for passing. Because the, remember the, the, OG, the OG, the manager, the real one, he's like, it's free. On the house. But really... You know, it's not. It's probably on Futuro later. <laughs> um, but they all came, but Ninu's not there. But she left a message to the owner congratulating Futuro um, and also showing that her test scores were passing. But also then telling him that she didn't need him anymore. So he goes to get her. And this is the spy's chapter. Right. The chapter opens with Ninu rejecting the thoughts of having feelings for Futuro. So she's outside of her old apartment now, and she called Papa Nakano, which, when they call the dad, not a good sign. So the dad comes out of the car and congratulates them, but tells her that she has no choice but, oh, and then tells her that she he has no choice but to approve Futuro now, to accept him, so they can return to their old apartment. But Ninu says that she didn't want to see Futuro anymore, she wasn't going to see him anymore. Um, and that they also decide that they're going to stay at their um, current apartment, their new apartment, a little longer, much to Papa's displeasure. Um, he yells at them, saying, like, why would you uh, like, stop being selfish? Why would you want to go back to that lifestyle again? And remember, like, he, the family used to be poor, right, when it was just the single mom um who sadly passed but they said that they're going to get part-time jobs 
and to support themselves and that living like that will change them and as papa is like kind of yelling at her to stop being stupid stop being selfish uh prince futuro comes to save her and instead of a horse right he's on a motorcycle because he's bad um so he like kind of yells Ninu, i'm here to come get you and she she's kind of between the two like papa is like no come with me and futuro is like no come with me so she goes on to futuro's bike because why would you ever choose papa um and this is where it gets fun like they're they're on their way back right i i really suggest you watch this part in the anime because it's like gorgeous um they're on their bike and they're just talking they're kind of talking about like or Futuro tells her that relationships aren't a single a single road type thing like both of you have to decide to end it um and he's he tells Ninu to hold on to him tight because he's gonna floor it he's gonna like zoom zoom because remember he's he's on a motorcycle all of his logic has left um and while they're zooming Ninu right you know Ninu the the person that was a bitch the whole time says I love you to him and that's where we're gonna end that's where the volume ends and that's where this episode ends ends I really suggest that you watch the, the anime episode I think it's episode 18 it's like a season it's in season two um I think it's like it's episode 18 out of all the episodes and maybe at least on Crunchyroll like season two episode six or seven um but I, I really suggest you watch it it's such a pretty pretty scene um but yeah thanks for continuing to listen to us uh sorry that jared couldn't be here for the second part hopefully i wasn't too awkward or boring uh just so you know jared i'm not gonna really edit this part because i'm lazy uh yeah we had a lot of problems i had a lot of car troubles and this whole week's been super hectic and that's why it's coming out maybe on a friday and that's why Jared isn't here for this other portion. So yeah. Um, if you want to find us, you can find our Instagram and our Twitter at Jim Trash Podcast. Um, and I think that's really all I need to tell y'all. Usually Jared's the one that does the, the outro. So thanks. Bye.